Hello everybody, my name is Caleb Ellison and welcome back to once again another episode of Observational Banter. We are back, it is good to be back. And we have a pretty good episode for you guys today. The date of this recording is November 27th, 2022. And it's currently 11.03 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we got all that out of the way. We're going to get it kicked off as we would with any other week. We're going to get it all kicked off with Monday. And Monday, it was a pretty good day. You know, I woke up. I woke up and I didn't feel terrible. I was really starting to feel good coming up on Monday. Definitely a lot better than I felt the Monday before that. And I was really excited for this week because all I had was class on Monday and then class on Tuesday and then no more classes for the rest of the week. That's my Thanksgiving break. I'm really looking forward to it. And so work was really nice because I just got to sit there and do nothing. But see, while I am doing nothing at work, there is usually another tutoring session happening, just not a sign language session. It's most likely a Spanish tutoring session. And so, like, I'll be sitting there and, like, I listen to the other tutor and what they're going over. And, you know, I'm picking up my bits and pieces of Spanish, some, you know, hola, uh, yo como se dice, uh, feliz capinanos. You know, we're picking it up, what we're throwing down, we're getting there. So anyways, yeah, and that was all that, and then after work, it was boxing class, and it was another field day of boxing class. We went to the campus gym, I did some more rock wall climbing, and really nothing, I didn't take it very seriously, I just messed around with my classmates, whatever machines they were messing with, I would like try and set it to the max weight and do a rep. It usually didn't work out in my favor, but I thought it was fun. So yeah, pretty fun stuff happening there, and then moving on to sign language. Sign language was wild. Not really, that's a lie. It was a really short class, um, no weird double-jointed tricks this time. It was just a normal, really kind of short class. And then, uh, believe it or not, you know, once I got home from class, I did some laundry, played the new Call of Duty Warzone. Man, I just love my Mondays so much. So now we're moving on to Tuesday, and Tuesday is a pretty long day for me. I woke up pretty early because we would be pre-recording two segments of Penguin Rundown, both the roundtable and the play of the week, and I was I hosted the play of the week, and I wore another one of my new shirts I got at Goodwill to the recording, and I was wearing suspenders with it, you know. I was looking spiffy, if you ask me. You know, drip or drown, I got a boat. Um, so after recording all of that, I didn't have an actual lecture class, but me and a few of my classmates, we all met up to go over a class project that we have to do that's like our final project for a media relation campaign. So we kind of just went over like, hey, who's going to cover what, what's everyone's responsibility going to be, stuff like that. So the project is that we have to come up with a promotional campaign for YSU to get more students enrolled and also uh, to increase student retention rates. So, you know, we're working on it. We're working on that. I'm not, not really looking forward to like actually presenting it and all that, but it will be a big project that will make or break my grade in that class. So I am going to try hard for it. Um, after that, the other class I usually have on Tuesdays was canceled, so that's great news for me. Um, after that, you know, what I did with that 
break in my schedule that I usually have class. Instead, I ate lunch. I made some full screen graphics. I edited some B-roll. It was pretty sick. You know, really great stuff. Love to see it. And so after all that, it would be time for actual Penguin Rundown, get the bulk of the show underway. But this Penguin Rundown is going to be very different. Not really in terms of content, but of how it was going to be done. Because our normal director that we have for the show called out. And so I'm being thrown into the director's seat. I was already, you know, sweating bullets producing this episode. And now I have to direct it. And so I was a little nervous, but honestly not terribly overwhelmed. I think with my experience of being a technical director and a producer, like I knew all the calls I had to make and what to say. It was just a matter of, you know, actually saying them on time and stuff like that. So we did our tech run through, graphics and everything else looked good. And yeah, it's showtime. So we're recording, ready to take two, ready net one, wipe net one with bed. All right, get ready to wipe back to two, wipe two, kill bed music. Ready, lower third, take lower third, lose it. And so yeah, that's pretty much what I was doing for 15 minutes on Tuesday. And I directed the show. I didn't do terrible. You know, definitely some things I can learn from and build upon. But it wasn't really a complicated episode at all. So we got through it. And yeah, I'm patting myself on the back. I'm proud of that one. So after all that excitement, it was time for wrestling practice, and we were rolling around on Tuesday, always a fun time. I'm definitely uh, starting to become a lot more comfortable, like, running, uh, rolling around on my own. Like, pretty much just, hey, me, some other guy, get in the ring, chain for however long we can. I'm definitely starting to become a lot more comfortable doing all that. Um, with the size of the class we had on Tuesday, we were able to get a lot of drills done, which is always good. And yeah, good Tuesday practice and a great send-off into Thanksgiving break. And so Wednesday, the excitement of not having to go to school or work on Wednesday, it was crazy. Like, if I felt like I was in middle school or something like that again. It was wild. So I didn't do much on Wednesday. Um, my mom, though, she sent me a grocery list of things to get for her for Thanksgiving. So I did go out and do that. And honestly, like... I had fun grocery grocery shopping, like, with a list of things to get. Like, I should work for Instacart. I definitely feel like I like shopping for other people. You know, it's cool. It's kind of a journey when you finally find the product that you're looking for. Feels good. Feels really good. Um, so after that, I, I went back home and took a pretty sweet two-hour nap. I had a really weird dream, though, where the music I was listening to in real life while I was sleeping was playing in the dream, and Dream Me could not figure out where the music was coming from and how to turn it off, and I was getting really frustrated in my dream. Um, but you know what? Weird stuff. Whatever happens, it happens there. And then after that, it was time to visit my family, and I didn't even have to go to Maryland for it. So, shout out, you know, we came up with some pretty creative ideas, creative solutions. So, my mom, my sister, and her fiancé, and my grandparents all got a house together on Verbo, like, pretty much Airbnb, just a different brand of it. So, they all got a house, like, 20 minutes away from me. It was really cool. I'm really glad I, you know, didn't have to travel far to see my family for Thanksgiving break. They were the ones coming to me this time. 
So yeah, went out to hang out with my family. Um, we just watched some wrestling, some AEW Dynamite. I talked to them about the wrestling I do and what that process has been like. So yeah, really fun stuff. After I hung out with all of them, I did a went back home and did a homework assignment that was due at 11.59 that night, and I haven't even touched it. But luckily, pretty short assignment, didn't really put much thought and effort into it, no problem. And I got the grade back for it today, actually, just before I started recording this. And even though I, you know, took some liberties about the word count and the content, I got a B on it, <laughs> so I'll take it, you know, no problem. Listen, that class, the news reporting one, I talked about it a little bit last episode, it's credit, non-credit. As long as I get a passing grade by the end of the semester, that's all I'm worried about. So if I'm a B average student, whatever, that's a credit for me, and that's all I care about. Anyway, rant's over. After that, um, you know, I was scrolling on TikTok for a bit, and I guess the uh, YSU Barstool video I talked about last episode as well from Friday, it's whatever about me and doing flips, it made its way into the TikTok algorithm. And so I got this video on my For You page about advice on doing backflips, and it said, to tuck your knees to your shoulders if you're trying to do a backflip, you know, like have that mindset of getting your knees up to your chest and that'll help with your backflips with the rotation. And I was like, okay, cool. You know what? I can practice that. I can practice getting my jumping up and getting my knees to my chest. And so my plan was I was standing on the ground at the foot of my bed. I was going to jump back into my bed. And like as I'm jumping back and, you know, bringing my knees up, I'll have something to land on. So like, all right, cool. So I got myself ready. I jump back and I jump. And I guess I had enough force with it because when I landed on my bed, I landed like pretty high on my back, like kind of towards my neck. I was fine, but I landed high and like... <laughs> My legs are coming with me, and so I tuck my knees like the TikTok said to do, but when I tucked my knees, instead of going into my chest, because of the angle of where I was on, you know, high on my back, I need myself in my face, and dude, it was like square, you could not hit my nose more squarely than I did with my knee. And so I got myself really good. You know, I kind of like just knocked like, I don't know, knocked some sense in me is the right word for it. But I kind of just laid there for a minute and I was like, oh, golly, I got myself good with that one. And so, you know, I catch my breath, get my bearings together and I go to, you know, get up. But as I turn my head, you know, kind of to the side, it feels like my nose is running like it feels like you know, whatever snot, I'm still kind of dealing with allergies and whatever else, so I just thought it was that. So I get up, and I go over to get a napkin to clean my, you know, blow my nose, uh, but then as, you know, my nose starts dripping, and I hold my hand out under my face to catch whatever's coming out, and it's blood. So I got a nosebleed, and I'm, you know, starting to bleed onto my hand, and I, you know, go to the bathroom, uh, get some toilet paper, get under the sink, clean myself up and you know of course as I'm bleeding I took some selfies to document the moment because what else am I going to do with it and to be honest I know it's going to sound really weird but hear me out I think personally I look better when I'm bleeding and I'm bruised or whatever else you know 
signs that I got hurt or damaged, like, I feel like I look better, especially nosebleeds, like, anybody can look hot when their nose is bleeding, I don't know what's, like, <laughs> wrong with my head that I think nosebleeds are sexy, but they are, like, you just gotta trust me and hear me out on that one. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I'm looking good with my nosebleed. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, you know, double-edged sword. It wasn't a lot of blood. Like, it was just a little bit of drip that came down right under my nose. And then once I cleaned that up, it was whatever. Um, but yeah, once I do clean myself and wipe myself off, I go to bed and do not attempt any more backflips for the rest of the night. But now we're moving on to Thursday, and it is Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving to all my listeners. I hope you guys were able to enjoy your holiday on that day. I get up, I shower, I get dressed, and I make my way over to my family's house to celebrate Thanksgiving. And it's fun, you know. I'm sure I've discussed this on the podcast before, probably last year on last Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving, personally, is not my favorite holiday. You know, I'm a picky eater, traditional Thanksgiving foods don't really excite me, but I get enough to eat. You know, I get ham, mashed potatoes, uh, some bread rolls, ginger ale, I'm having a great time. And so after I eat, pretty much for the rest of the day, I'm just watching football. Even though the commanders didn't play on Thanksgiving, I was still having a good time. And yeah, like all the games on Thanksgiving were really good, especially the first game of the day. I think that was the Buffalo versus Detroit game. That one was really fun. It was a really good game. Came down to the last couple seconds. And so, yeah, pretty much that was all what Thanksgiving was for me. And I just ate, like, one plate and then watched football for the rest of the day. And you know what? I wouldn't want it any other way. But another highlight of this past Thanksgiving was, you know, the one... I was talking to the one, and I told her that I was thankful for her, and she said that she was thankful back, you know, thankful for me. So, W, just big Riz right there. I'm just super smooth, you know, Riz God, the Rizard of Oz, if you will. Just so much Riz. But Thanksgiving is over, and now we're moving on to Friday, and Friday was going to be a pretty big day. It's Black Friday. And it is AIW Show Day, that's right, AIW Hell on Earth 17. I think on a previous episode I said it was 16, but nope, it is the seventh, 17th iteration of Hell on Earth. And so I get up nice and early, make my way up, load up the ring into the U-Haul, but this load up is a bit different, because not only are we bringing the stage and ramp pieces to the venue but this stage and ramp piece is all brand new and it looks really cool especially the AIW letters they got redone you know beforehand it was just wood that was painted black but now it has like a wallpaper on it with a cool like metallic looking look it looks like the old WCW logos that were on the stage um, during the Nitro days so yeah really cool the venue we were having hella hell on earth at, excuse me, it was the Force Sports Complex up in East Lake. first time I've been in this venue, uh, it's really big, you know, and it was also really nice, um, so set up, honestly, even with all the new pieces, it goes as normal, 
the ring gets put up, the chairs, the guardrails, the ramp, everything is going really swell, and then we start to get production stuff set up, so you know, cameras are working, the audio sounds good, stuff is plugged in and running, it's all good, you know, all good stuff, I would say that like, everything was good to go by like, 334-ish, so we got done, you know, we got stuff done really quickly. And so, right as doors open, we're checking on production stuff, you know, seeing one more run-through, and for whatever reason, the computer does not have internet access. It was fine earlier, but something happened with the ethernet cable that we had. We didn't want to risk, you know, running it wireless, just because that's not really a reliable enough connection, you know, so we had the ethernet cable, and even though it was plugged into the computer, um, it was, the computer said that there was no connection, you know, what the heck. So we followed the cord back, and, uh, from where it was plugged into the wall to where it was plugged into the computer, we had to run the cord through a doorway, and we told the people who were working, you know, the door, hey, no matter what, do not open the left door, only let people through the right door. And lo and behold, that left door was opening and closing all night. So the cord that, you know, the Ethernet cable that we ran through the door got ripped up to shreds, and that's why we lost connection. So we scrambled, we had to get the closest person available to go out and buy a new Ethernet cable, and... I don't know what could have been happening with who we sent out, but it unfortunately took a pretty long time to get situated. I assume it had something to do with the traffic of people coming in for the show, and then also the fact that all the stores and the crowds for Black Friday could have been another factor. Um, who truly knows? I don't, but it was rough. So, because of just waiting to get that Ethernet cable, the start of the show was delayed roughly 30 minutes. Um, but I do appreciate, shout out to ring announcer Steve Guy doing his best to pass the time and hold the audience over, you know, some, using some of that stand-up comedy experience. Uh, he was asking the audience trivia questions for prizes, just really great stuff. And so, a little bit after 8 p.m., about 30 minutes have passed, we get the Ethernet cable, we plug it all in, and the stream is up on Fight Plus, and it is go time. So the first match of the night was Jocelyn Navarro versus the AIW debuting Masha Slamovich. And it was a really good crowd opener. Um, the crowd was really hot for it, which was great to hear. Me, during the show, I was working the floor cam, so I was up on ringside, getting my angles, getting my shots, all that. A big, big shout out to Ed Batts for this show. He lent us this rig for holding the camera. It was this really nice mount where, like, it would have support on my shoulders, and I had a handle to, like, stabilize the shot. It just made holding the camera a lot more comfortable, and I feel like the shots were a lot more stable, which was great. It was super nice. And so the show is going on, and what was actually really nice about this show was that there was a lot, I feel like at least, there was a lot of homegrown talent um, on the show. Lots of products of the AIW Academy uh, getting their chance and really, you know, being really pivotal parts of the show, which was really cool to see. Um, but someone who is not homegrown talent made a big return to AIW, and that is Matt Cardona. 
So he comes out and he claims that he is still the AIW absolute and intense champion. And I mean, if you think about it, he never got pinned. He never tapped out to anybody. He had to relinquish the titles because of injury, but he never lost them. Well, Matt Cardona, he's back, he's claiming he's still the champion, and he has been a thorn in the side of the Rip City Shooters for a while now. And so who else would come out to settle the score against Cardona than Maserati Wes Barkley? And so if, this is a bit of a throwback early at the beginning of this year, and if I recall correctly, it was my first AIW show that I worked, Matt Cardona and his buddy, Brian Myers, they came out and near the end of the show, you know what, I'm not leaving, they shaved Wes Barkley's hair. And so now it was time for Barkley to exact revenge on Cardona. And it was a really fun match, actually. There was one moment where Barkley was in the corner, Cardona ran at him, Barkley does a bandera to get Cardona out of the way, and I thought Cardona was going to hang on to the ropes and land on the apron, you know, land on the side of the ring. Nope, he goes up and over the ropes and goes out to the floor and lands pretty much right on me. Um, he, like, he hit the lens of the camera as he was coming down, but he didn't, like, land that close to me, so the camera was fine, I was fine, but it could have been a lot worse, and so the match ultimately comes to an end, they're fighting in the ring, they just hit a big spot, Barkley hits, uh, he locks in a jackknife pin on Cardona, one, two, three, that's it, it's a clean pin, Wes Barkley has a one-on-one -on -one win over Matt Cardona. Crazy stuff, and that wasn't all. The second half of this show was nuts. So eventually we get to the AIW Intense title match, a three-way between Matthew Justice, Kaplan, and the Intense champion, Derek Dillinger. And so beforehand, you know, I'm there on ringside trying to get shots, and I knew a few of the spots that were going to be happening in the match. Um, I knew that there's going to be crowd fighting. I knew that there's eventually going to be a spot over by the guardrails. Um, but there's only so much I can actually do when it actually, you know, comes to get ready to, you know, when it comes to the match. So immediately chairs and whatever else are being brought out. Shout out to Bill Alfonso. He was interacting with me and the camera a lot, which was really entertaining. Um, so eventually I talked about the guardrail spot, they start getting over the guardrail, they start fighting in the crowd, um, there was a spot where, like, over by the entrance where all the fans came in, Matt Justice jumped off that staircase onto everybody, but unfortunately, because of just, I ran out of camera cable and I couldn't get the shot, I'm not sure how good it, you know, ended up coming out. I wanted to get a good shot of it, but I just ran out of cable, and there's only so much I can do. And of course, as they're fighting in the crowd, the crowd is following them, and I just couldn't, I didn't have the mobility to like stand on the bleachers and get a high shot or anything like that. I was kind of stuck, so I did the best I could. Fans, for the most part, got out of my way, which was nice, but yeah, really complicated, tough shot there. Um, but later in the match, at the very end, there is some pretty nuts spots so um dillinger and justice are fighting on the ramp and kaplan goes for a flipping senton off the top ropes but then 
you know, Dillinger and Justice, they get out of the way, and Kaplan eats it right on the ramp, takes out a big chunk of it. Man, that is tragic. But, you know, Justice and Dillinger, they're they're still fighting, they're still on their feet, so they fight, fight, get back on the ramp. Justice picks up Dillinger, Death Valley driver through the ramp. Holy heck, dude. I mean, they went, like, straight through the ramp. The crowd is freaking out. I tried my best to get a good shot of it, but just being in the corner, it was tight, it was crowded. I wanted to make sure that I was still alive and the camera would be okay, but I wanted to get a good shot. But, man, you know, props to those guys. That is a crazy spot. It looked really good. The crowd got a huge pop out of it, and that's really what we do this for. And so, eventually... Uh, Matthew Justice and Derek Dillinger, they make their way out of the hole that they created in the ramp. Dillinger is, I don't even know how else to describe it other than supremely bloody. There are wood chips from the ramp stuck to his face because of the blood. They're just getting caught in the blood. So there's that. His blood is dripping all over the ring and just everywhere else in the venue absolutely bonkers so the match ends dillinger is the winner and this is honestly the worst part of the whole night so he wins he's celebrating he wipes off a huge splotch of blood from his face and just like tosses it down on the mat it lands it's pretty much a puddle it was incredibly disgusting i almost like threw up and passed out at the same time golly just terrible But that was not even the main event. The main event of the evening, it is the AIW Absolute Championship match. The AIW Absolute Champion, Joshua Bishop, against the challenging another returner to AIW, Eric Stevens. And so a fun part of this match was actually before the match even started... Uh, referee Jake Clemens was coming down the ramp. He sees the mess that's in the ring from the previous match and says, well, that's just great. So uh, props to Clemens for, you know, being willing to work in that environment. Uh, So the match happens. It's another good match. I mean, really, both Bishop and Stevens, they're, you know, they did a good job just, like, making it look good. All their moves looked good. The strikes were hitting hard. The grapples and everything else looked good. So yeah, really good match. Um, So the match goes on, and the winner, at the expense of some wooden doors, and still your AIW Absolute Champion, Joshua Bishop. So the show ends, and cleanup for this show was quite the process. So luckily, I wasn't doing anything too terrible, mostly just getting the cameras and all the production equipment situated, wrapping up cables, you know, blah, blah, blah. Boring stuff. Um... But then, even after we got all that taken care of, we still had the big stage and the new letters, you know, all the new stuff to take care of. And while we were taking care of that, shout out to the intense champion, Derek Ellinger. He is still putting his, you know, hands in, helping out with the cleanup crew. He was wiping up and cleaning up all of the blood and DNA that he spilled over the venue during his match. So, you know, honestly, like, he's... Uh, he doesn't have to help, but he sure does. I remember back at WrestleRager, after that, he was helping out with the ring crew. You know, he may have had some uh, Mad Dog 20s in his system, but hey, he was helping out, which, you know, always appreciated. So eventually we get everything packed up, and everything is in the U-Haul, and that night, 
we still decide to make that trip to the storage unit. Um, although it was for the better because attendance was better um, doing it the night after the show, right after the show, as compared to waiting to do it in the morning. So, you know, glad we really got all that situated. So we're at the storage unit. We're working on getting, you know, emptying out the U-Haul and getting everything into the storage unit itself. And so we're working on getting the stage letters out um, off the truck and just kind of putting them off to the side for right now, worry about it later. So we're sliding the letters out, and I think it was the letter A from the stage. It, we're sliding it, and it comes off the platform thing that I was on, and it landed squarely on my toes, on my left foot. And, you know, I don't like swearing in front of people. Like, it's in public. I have to be classy and polite. But I let out the loudest and most painful fudge you could ever hear and you know I say that and then everyone there is like Caleb you know you're allowed to swear and that is an appropriate time to swear so you know that little bit was funny but dude I was in so much pain from my foot and eventually so I get out of the truck and I go off to the side and I take my shoe and my sock off to look at my foot and there was blood and like a huge red mark right under the nail, like the pink part of my toe. And it was only my big toe, like the rest of my toes were fine, but my big toe was in so much pain. And I mean, like I could still curl it and stuff like that, so I knew I didn't break it, but it hurt a ton. So I hobble through um, the rest of put away in the cold, in the dark, in the pain. It's terrible. And so by the time we finished everything, it was a little after 2 a.m. A uh, sh big shout out, huge shout out to Shaw Mason for letting me spend the night at his place. It was greatly appreciated. Um, and, you know, as I was making my way to Shaw Mason's place, I saw, you know, a few doors down from him, there was a house that had a for rent sign in the front of it. And I don't have any plans to move up to Cleveland right now. But if that house can stay on the market for like another year and a half, you never know. I'm just saying. So now we're moving on to Saturday and in the morning we get up nice and early and go to the storage unit. Um, or no, storage unit was taken care of the night before. So instead we're going back to the gym to just get the wrestling ring back set up at the school. And unfortunately it was a pretty small crew on Saturday morning. But hey, you know, I was there with a uh, <laughs> freaking fractured toe. It's true. Oh, it's dang true. So I get through all that. And I mean, like, I don't actually know if my toe was fractured or not. But I think it makes it more dramatic if I say it was. So I do. And so after that, you know, we get the ring uh, set up back at wrestling school. I shower. I get changed. I do all that. And later that day... My family, you know, they're still in the area. They didn't just have that Airbnb house for Thanksgiving. They had it for pretty much the whole week. So they're going to come down and visit me at school. So I give them a short tour of the YSU campus. Um, all the buildings were closed because of Thanksgiving break. So we couldn't go anywhere inside. But uh, luckily the weather outside wasn't terrible. So it wasn't a bad walking tour at all. So after the tour, you know, really throwing me back to my first year student services days of giving 
uh, campus tours. After all that, we went to downtown Youngstown and ate at this restaurant called V2. It was the first time I've been there, and it was really good. You know, I enjoyed it. One of my friends is a hostess there, which I didn't know until I got there, so that was fun. So I ate there and then went back up to campus to go to a YSU women's basketball game. That's right, YSU versus St. Francis, Brooklyn, because there is a St. Francis in Pennsylvania, but this was St. Francis, Brooklyn. And my mom, she was like looking at the info about the game online beforehand, and on Google it had St. Francis, Brooklyn abbreviated, or shortened rather, to St. Francis, BK. And my mom's like, St. Francis BK, is that British Columbia? And I said, well, Columbia starts with a C. And so, mom, I'm sorry to embarrass you like that. I know you said that you've had a long week, and I believe you. But I just feel like that is too funny not to share. So, yeah, after we eat, we get to the game. Uh, really good seats right behind the YSU bench. And I figured YSC was going to win just because St. Francis is a smaller school. Although, it was a pretty scary start because right when the game started, St. Francis went on like a 7 to nothing run. You know, 7 unanswered points to start the game. So I got a little nervous, but eventually the Penguins did get the ball rolling and it was smooth sailing from there. Uh, there was a pretty fun part of the game. Where, you know, like I said, we're sitting behind the YSU bench, not really like the center of the bench, more towards like the side, like not really center court, closer towards like the end zone, the end of the court. Anyway, so we're sitting back there and I noticed that there was a stack of papers on one of the chairs and it had stats like they got them from the press table, like they asked, hey, can we have four copies of the stats from the game? and then, you know, print out the copies, and then they just left them on the chair. And I was like, well, I have an idea. So, I made sure the players and coaching staff, you know, they weren't looking, they were focused on the game. Uh, the usher, they were talking to somebody, so they were distracted. So I leaned forward, snagged the stat sheet, went back to my seat, pretty wild, I know. Um, the only thing that failed about my plan was when I lunged forward to get the paper, I went, you know, back to go sit back down in my seat, but as I squatted down, uh, my seat folded back up, because, you know, I got up, and so I went to sit, and I sat on nothing, and went straight to the ground, and that was a little embarrassing, but you know what, I did snag that stat sheet, and that's all that matters. Uh, the Penguins go on to win the game. I think the final score was like 70 to 38 or something like that. Uh, the bench players got lots of playing time, which was good to see. And so, yeah, after that, I went back up to hang out with my family for a bit. Um, you know, just really a long week of being the main character. It's pretty exhausting. So I went back home and caught up on some much needed sleep. But now we're moving on to Sunday, that's the day, and it was a very lazy day for me. I didn't do much of anything, which you know what, there's nothing wrong with that, that's perfectly fine. Uh, something did happen later in Sunday though that was pretty wild. So I was going to go out to the dining hall for dinner, but as I was about to leave, I could hear my roommate cooking something in the kitchen. I haven't spoken, let alone seen my roommate, since I moved into this apartment back in August. 
So, you know, to actually, like, have a chance to run into him, it was a pretty wild experience. So, you know what? You know, I prepped myself up. I got ready. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to get through this. You know, I walk out of my room. Luckily, my room is right next to the door out. So, all I have to do is take, like, two steps and then I'm out the front door. So, I walk out and my roommate doesn't even look at me. We don't even make eye contact. He keeps cooking and I just walk straight out. Heck, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's just what I wanted. So, I get dinner. I come back and he's gone, so he must have finished cooking and doing whatever. So I get in my room and let me tell you, No Shave November has been a pretty wild experience. But as I'm growing my hair out, you know, I'm, it's really starting to make me think. So I make a poll on Twitter asking if I should keep the soul patch. Because, I mean, like, I like the soul patch. It gives me something to rub when I'm thinking, so that's pretty cool. Um, the rest of my facial hair, I'm not really a fan of, like, my mustache and just, like, whatever I have with sideburns and whatever's going down the rest of my, uh, jaw. Just because, like, it's still kind of patchy and not really fully grown. So I put out a poll on Twitter. It was active for a little over three hours, and it was a narrow vote, but the vote to keep the soul patch won. And I think it was, like, a nine to seven vote split, so very, very close. Um, so that's what I did right before recording this was I shaved the rest of my face, but kept the soul patch and it's all right. You know, not my worst look. I definitely think there is going to be some getting used to it, but Hey, I have a little bit of hair just to prove that I can grow some. So yeah, that was my weekly review. I know lots of excitement with Thanksgiving and AIW and just the whole weekend, everything, but get ready because we still have a question of the week to get through. But before that, a quick 30-second advertisement. Do not go anywhere. Alright, advertisement out of the way. Now it is time for the question of the week. If you'd like to submit your question for question of the week, you could do so by messaging me on Instagram and or Twitter. At NotCalebEllison, please hit the gong. So the question of the week this week comes from JB via Twitter. JB is asking us, who is your dream guest on the podcast? JB, thank you very much for your question. And, I, you know, as you know, being a guest on my podcast is a very high honor considering I've never had a guest before. I mean, unless you want to count when I asked Tony Hawk a question one time, but that, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And so, to get a guest on this podcast, my dream guest, my first priority is getting someone who's actually funny, because I can only, you know, carry talking to myself for so long. So, I'll pick someone who I think is funny, and it would be really unique. Let's get Nathan Fielder on Observational Banter. It would be the driest of dry humor. It would be the deadest of deadpan delivery. It would be so good. You know, I'm not exactly sure what we would talk about. You know, I really wonder what his opinion on wrestling is. Maybe I can ask him about that. But yeah, Nathan Fielder would be fun. Um, Serge Tankian, I think he would have a lot of interesting things to say. And, you know, I just like his music, so he would be cool to get on here. Um, Joe Para, he's definitely a close second. I definitely think we would have a very fun conversation 
And then uh, if we can get Shane Helms on here, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, JB, once again, thank you very much for your question. If you'd like to submit your questions to Observational Banter, you could do so. Message me on Instagram and or Twitter. I'd like to thank bensound.com for letting me use their music in this product. And wow, we are coming to an end for the fall 2022 semester. We have this week, the week after that, and then finals week, which finals week doesn't technically count the academic calendar, but I still have to be here. Whatever. Semantics. So yeah, we're really, I'm surprised that uh, this semester has gone by crazy fast. And I definitely feel like it's like the least, I don't want to say the least effort, but definitely like the least prepared I've been going into a semester. But I'm still doing good. You know, my grades are good. I'm staying on top of all my work stuff, my jam bar, my schooling, and everything else. Just, yeah, crazy, crazy fast stuff going on. Uh, you know, time to get into the shouts out. Shout out to Pod Van Dam. They're just really cool. Shout out to AIW and all the opportunities that they give me. I'm very grateful for all of them. Their next show is coming up on December 30th or 31st? 30th, I want to say. Yeah, that looks right. Um, either way, you know, around the end of December, <laughs> AIW will be back in the Odeon, in the flats, in downtown Cleveland. Joey Janela will make his AIW return. It's going to be a really big show. You do not want to miss it. For more information, go to AIWrestling.com. Got the rest of the shout-outs out of the way. My socials are at NotKaleBelson. And until next time, I'll see you later on Observational Banter.